0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Hot Ticks, the Story Screen Presents podcast where we talk about new-ish movies and, uh, you know, we just, uh, we watch them and then all of a sudden we just like hop on to this microphone. I'm talking to a microphone right now and I'm just like, and it's just like, actually like, uh, if I, if I, if I may, if I touch the microphone, ow, ooh, ooh. Ah, it's actually like really hot. Let me try and touch it again. Ah, ooh, ooh, ah, 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 ah. It's so hot. It's just like so spicy. And uh, I'm Mike Birch, and I'm joined today by the absolutely tall and lovable Tim Irwin. Hello. I'm back. And we're we're talking about a movie that like, you know, didn't just come
1: out, but we <laughs> both just saw it. It's not the hottest take in some ways, but in other ways it is.
0: Yeah, right. Like if neither of us had seen the movie um, Practical Magic, and we both watched Practical mm-hmm. Magic, and then hopped on the mic to record, that's a hot take. Mm-hmm. You know, we're yeah. you know it's, it doesn't matter when it was released. Uh, we're going to be talking about the movie Sisu. 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 Uh, a fantastic little movie uh, that. Uh, was released earlier this year. I feel like most people know about this movie from going to go see uh Jean Wick. John Wick Chapter 4. Yeah. <laughs> uh they were putting this trailer in front of every John Wick Chapter 4 screening that they could possibly get their hands on. Um it is uh directed by um the uh he he is a director from Finland mm-hmm. that is Finnish.
1: Yes, he's a he's a Finnish Finnish director.
0: Finnish is what you would say. Yeah. yeah uh, Jean-Mari Helander.
1: He's Finnish, but he's not done. Yeah, oh god, no.
0: Okay, good. This is this is good. This is this is gonna turn out great. This is gonna be fantastic. Um I have actually seen one of this guy's movies really? beforehand. Uh he did the movie uh, Rare Exports uh from like Gee, let me check this. That has to be like over 10 years ago. Uh, yeah, that's from 2010, and that's about a, a bunch of dipshits that capture Santa Claus.
1: Oh, that's good.
0: That sounds fun. It was a very fun movie, uh, that I can remember. I saw that movie in like 2011, maybe. Um, but yeah, we're talking about Sisu, uh, the revenge, uh, I love gold <laughs> uh, Nazi movie that everybody saw the trailer for when they went and saw John Wick chapter Four in theaters. and I
1: I try not to watch trailers. I saw a little bit of it when I was buying it from Amazon. I assume that they really stressed the dog of it all in the trailer for John Wick.
0: Most likely uh, yeah we were talking very briefly about this because uh, this was kind of like like let's come up with something that we want to post on Monday. Sisu came up. I still hadn't watched it. I wanted to watch it for my 2023 release Mm -hmm. year. I was eventually going to get to it. Uh, I'm very happy that I did because I think that the advertisements for this movie uh, deeply misadvertised uh, what the movie was. But also at the same time, it's kind of what I expected. It was just like a little bit more. It was a little bit more than what I was expecting. I was kind of like expecting like a... You know, like a uh, a shock gore fest revenge film. And really, it's just about a guy that's um, really good at killing people and uh, Nazis end up getting in his way while he's trying to do something. And uh, that's the movie.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's I guess there's revenge, but it's it's like. There's, i be well, getting a little spoily, so, but, you know, there is something that he is revenging immediately, but then there's also things that he's just kind of revenging as a concept, you know? It's yeah. not, it's much less a direct revenge thing than John Wick.
0: It has all of, like, the staples of, like, the kind of, like, taken John Wick kind of, like the Americana uh, revenge action movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of Grindhouse in here. There's a lot of like the, you know, that type of stuff that people would be like, Quentin Tarantino did that. And it's like, well, no, Quentin Tarantino likes that from other movies from like the 70s, -hmm. like exploitation stuff. And they kind of put that in there. They have chapters in this. uh, That was a lot of fun. I do like it when a movie that is... 90 minutes long has six chapters. That's oh, so
1: you liked it. That amazing. was my, that was my note for being like, okay, did we need six chapters for a 90-minute movie? Okay. Love all right. It. <laughs> keep keep
0: the vibes going. Like that's yeah. all I can think about it. Um, but yeah, we're gonna talk about Sisu. Uh we're gonna uh do no spoilers uh for the first little part. Uh and just to kind of get it right out the bat right now, guys. Uh Story Scream Presents is a uh Podcast that has many shows on mm. it and hot takes is but what? one. What? Yeah, it's just so, loads it's only more one of them. What? No, no, no. There's so many more. Overdrinkers, Cathode Raycast, Freaking Out with Flanagan, so many good stuff. You go to storiescreenpresents.com You can find all of those. Anywhere that you're listening to this on any podcast platform, just go back. You can listen to so many different things. We don't only just talk about new movies or movies that came out. I don't know, like, what, five months ago? Yeah. now <laughs> we're talking about them now. Uh, but we also talk about older movies and TV shows, and we do filmography, so, retrospectives.
1: There's just podcasts on the website?
0: Oh, Timothy, absolutely not. What? There are also reviews and think pieces, the written word. Amazing. The Thinking Man's Podcast, as they wow. like to call it. yeah, the original yeah. podcast. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like a podcast, only you have to read it. Huh, so it's like a transcript of a podcast. Yeah. Like, like a book. Yeah, whoa, yeah. okay. Like, remember they made Silence of the Lambs and it was a book and everyone was like, well, I guess this is okay. And then they made it into a movie and everyone was mm. like, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> it's like that. Wow, that's great. Yeah, it's fantastic, yeah. actually. I think mm-hmm. it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, been going around for quite a while. So, StoryScreenPresents.com, check that out. And we also have a Patreon uh also called story screen presents if you want to check that out over on patreon.com uh backslash story screen presents and uh, you can sign up uh, for a dollar five dollars ten dollars a month and uh gain access to a bunch of really cool exclusive content that we've got over there that's it good stuff yeah mm-hmm. uh so uh sisu so let us step back for a moment mm-hmm. and let's um' Before you, before we paint the portrait, the uh, the grandiose art that is this episode, Mm -hmm. let us first look at the canvas. How did we come here? What happened?
1: The Demeter movie was twenty dollars. And we we could have done that on Amazon. But. We could have done that. And I really wanted to. Yeah, I really I wanted tempted. to. I would have done it for you. I would have paid the $20. Honestly, but.
0: if you had just hit me with, let's do the Vampire Boat movie, I would have gone for it. But you prefaced Demeter with... There's Sisu. also Sisu, yeah, and it, I'm like it was Sisu the, was 6.99. I'm
1: it was on, on, the, on the scroll Amazon.
0: Yeah. It went like Sisu movie movie Demeter. Like, mm, you know, yeah. I mean, I really want to see uh, Demeter. I hear that it is very fun and pretty cool. Uh, it's got a lot of actors in it that I really like. Uh, it's got that little boy from um, uh, what is it? Come on, come on well,
1: oh, I noticed that it's got the it's got the onion man
0: from Game of Thrones. It has the Onion Boy Man, sorry. Yeah. Uh from Game of Thrones. Uh the child, uh, from Come on Come On that's in uh the last voyage of the Demeter, which mm-hmm. is what it's actually called, but we'll we'll keep saying, saying like Demeter and <laughs> sorry, I didn't know if it was Demeter, Demeter. Demeter. I, it, Honestly, neither I don't know either. I'm just okay. sticking down <laughs> Uh, I watched the movie that he's in called Cobweb recently. Mm-hmm. Very good. And you should watch that, Tim Irwin. Okay. It is a really cool, like, 80-minute oh. uh, horror movie that just came out. It's yes. got Lizzie Kaplan and uh, the dude that plays, um, uh, what's his name? Home something on uh, Homelander. Oh on, yes, on the yes, boys. Yeah. I, I want to say that his name is Anthony. Yes, you're right. Hurt? It is or something it is like it's something that. like that. Yeah, uh, it's fantastic. Star? No, is it, it- star? Is it Anthony Starr? That doesn't make sense. It shouldn't be that. Is it that? Uh, we're uh, we're looking it up now. Are I'm you going to look it up? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Cobwebs, fantastic. It was recommended to yes. me uh, by my book. It's Anthony Starr. Is yes. it really? Yes. Is it's it two Anthony's R's? Star. Yes, it's two R's. Damn. like a porn star. Yeah, Little stupid piece of shit. <laughs> we love uh, our he's, fan- he's fantastic in it too, dude. Like uh, him playing like a normal dad who's like kind of weird, just reads perfectly. Mm. It's great. Yeah, he does that great in
1: all the his Homelander scenes, you know? Yeah. I guess it's he's good. not normal, but he's very, very off-putting when he tries
0: to do dad stuff. Yeah. Uh, Cobweb, uh, unsung horror movie of 2023. That's just going to happen. Uh, but it's very, very cool. Super fucking weird. Doesn't make a lot of sense, but like kind of purposefully and feels like a nightmare. It's kind of like, like a in- Coraline type
1: thing in terms of like... In- like dark family yeah right yeah yeah
0: yeah. there is a lot of that but it plays it a little you know it's not a stop-motion animation movie so it feels a little bit more surreal and at points it feels like the movie doesn't know what it's doing but once you get to the end of it you know for a fact that it was doing all of that silly stuff on purpose
1: yeah very good sounds good put it on the list uh, um, anyway, we yeah, are not we talking about. Yes, we're I would not talking
0: done. about. Uh, have, t- I would have done that. Sure. Any movie that the child from Come On Come On is in, we are talking about Sisu.
1: And I did want to. It does fit well in our canon of of story screen experiences.
0: I Me would and say. you, yeah, specifically. Yeah, R, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah oh, right. R, yeah, it's very good yeah. in
1: our set of episodes for sure. It fits right yeah, well as,
0: as I was watching it, I was like, "Oh, this is." This is going to fit right in to, like, <laughs> what we want to talk about. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're talking about Sisu. Uh, it is is, um, again, it, it's uh, directed by uh, Jomari Halander. Um, the dude made uh, Rare Exports. Uh, and also, there is another movie called Big Game that apparently has Samuel Jackson in it. Mm. Okay. Unfamiliar. Uh, oh, Ray Stevenson is in it as well. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Ray Stevenson, who uh, recently, unfortunately, passed away. And uh, he's in the Ahsoka show. Oh, right. And everyone's just like, oh, can you believe how great of an actor this man is? Uh, I was like, yeah, he was that before he died, by the right. way. If, at, yeah. Before the Ahsoka show. If anyone yeah. cared. Yeah. Yeah. If you wanted to, like, check it out. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Sisu, uh, it stars, uh, Jorma Tamila, uh, who was also in Rare Exports in much more of like a kind of dark comedy role. He's, uh, the main dude, uh, I guess IMDB has his name written down, the character's name written down as Atima. Atami? Atami? Yeah. Which we don't really get. Yeah, I don't speak Finnish. He's kind of, yeah, he's kind of like a, uh. Uh, He has uh, no lines in the movie up until the end. Spoilers. Mm -hmm. Um, But there is also... uh, Axel Henney plays the main Nazi guy. And I knew this guy straight off the bat when he first showed up because he was in this movie called Headhunters uh, from 2011, which is, um, I believe, a Danish film. Could be Finnish and... You know, I'm just being weird. But that's one of the first times I ever saw um Nicolas Waldo, who is oh. uh, you know, uh, yep. fucking Game of Thrones yep. Lannister guy. Uh great, great, great fucking movie. Uh two thousand eleven Headhunters. Um apparently he's also in The Martian and the Cloverfield Paradox. He's in the Remember Martian, the Cloverfield huh? Paradox? That was the one with John Goodman? Nope, that was Ten Cloverfield Lane, the good mm. one. Ten Cloverfield oh, Paradox, Paradox was the one was Netflix with, one. that yes. They were like, "We're gonna release it the same night after the Super Bowl, kind of yes, thing." And yes. Everyone was excited, and it sucked.
1: And that had Gigi in it. That's who.
0: That was who. Yes, yes. it did. It yeah. did have Gigi, your beloved yeah. Gugu mbatha oh, oh my yeah. god! No, yeah, it's okay. Uh Gigi's probably a good nickname.
1: Oh my god! All right, I'll bye. See ya. <laughs>
0: No, I mean, over. that was a movie, like, Gugu. dude, look at this cast, I like, disrespect Gugu about the raw hot yeah. off of, like, everything that's going yeah, on. Yeah, she
1: was going crazy, yeah. David
0: Oyelowo, Daniel Brule, John Ortiz, Chris O'Dowd, Axel Henney, of um. Sisu fame. Like, dude, this movie was, Elizabeth Debicki was in that. Oh, God. Everybody thought this movie was going to kill, and it did not. All right enough of this. Sisu. <laughs> Sisu. Uh, Sisu. Uh, I mean, it really is kind of hard. Uh, I was kind of like spacing this out because if we want to do non-spoilers, we can really only talk about essentially the first 20 minutes of this movie. And I guess the overall vibes. The vibes, like, it, it really is kind of like, what the movie is, is like what the trailer presents. Like this, yeah. uh, this, this guy, he's out there. He's he's digging around, he finds some gold, he's got a dog, he's got a horse. He loves his dog and his horse very much. Don't pay too much attention to that uh, at the beginning of the movie. And uh, he, he finds a bunch of gold, and he cracks it up into a bunch of little rocks, puts it in his bag, and Off starts... He goes. Heading somewhere. We don't know where he's going, what he wants with it. We would imagine that he's uh, rich now and he's pretty happy. This takes place back in 1944 uh, in Finland, um, which uh, for all of you out there that uh, don't know what was going on in that part of the world in 1944, it was not great, Bob. Uh, Well, it's
1: it's really complicated, actually, in terms of like where Finland was in the war. Mm Because they were fighting with Russia at the in the Winter War, but like during and before, they were they were like not neutral, but also not on either side. They fought with Russia, ended Go up allying K. with the Go Nazis, off. and yep. then and then eventually fought against the Nazis. And this is that time when they have ended their alliance, or not alliance, but they 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 aren't fighting with. Germany to fight Russia anymore. And so now they're adversaries with Germany trying to kick them out of Finland. Uh, And they have a treaty with Russia that they're cool now. Yeah. So that's where this, uh, this takes place is that when he meets these Germans, they are adversarial and they have, I guess it's not a spoiler to say they've come from fucking up Finland. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, they they say specifically they, they in the trail in the beginning that Germany adopts a scorched earth policy as they withdraw from Finland.
0: Yeah. Destroy everything they come across while they recede. Like mm-hmm. While they leave, destroy every town, every person that they come across, just like obliterate it as they get out. Mm-hmm. Which, and, you know, like that's kind of part and parcel with like what you would expect like a, how a Nazi to yeah. react. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just be a part for the course. Being a dick. Uh,
1: yeah and our our man uh, Atami is a uh he's a former Finnish soldier mm-hmm. uh and i very very much based off of uh i don't know anyone who was on the internet back in like two thousand and ten reading cracked articles like knows that this is based off of a guy named simo haya uh mm-hmm. who's uh like quote unquote the greatest sniper in the world he was on he made like a thousand different like reddit posts and articles about this guy uh, back in like when that was popular that genre of article got popular mm-hmm. um, and he was a soldier in the in a winter war uh, and like killed like 500 Russians or something
0: right so like yeah. this movie has like this slight kind of like angle of like mysticism fiction. It's it's very much uh, like uh, yeah. Uh,
1: what was what's the, uh, the it's very much the Northman. I felt if like a little bit yeah. more schlocky than the Northman, not quite sure. as like totally. uh, magical realism, but it does have there, similar vibes to
0: like the solitude of it all. Yeah, and, like, there's the, this yeah. legend of this guy. Yeah, and this was based off of like one real person, and also probably a bunch of other real people Mm -hmm. that all kind of got pulled into this thing of like, there is this immortal soldier in the Finnish army. That's just like, you can't stop this guy, no matter what happens. He is, you know, for lack of a better term, the Baba Mm Yaga
1: of like the,
0: of this world in 1944 as like, uh, 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 like, like German Nazis are exiting Finland and again like scorching the earth as they go and this guy that we see that finds the gold and starts like heading on somewhere he comes across a nazi party and the nazi like kind of regime He's like eh, it's like a bunch of guys and stuff like that they're like "Ah, eh, let him go he keeps going And he finds another Nazi party. And these guys are more kind of like dickish in in the way that Nazis are. And uh, they fuck with him. Uh, he, He takes him out. And the previous Nazi party hears the gunfire from that, comes back, and they find out like, oh, this guy's got gold. Because mm-hmm. they There's see like a, a piece of gold. The There's yeah. a nugget on the ground. Oh no! No, the guy has yeah. it and like hands it to him. It's like this is what happened. And uh, so the the head Nazi dude from that um, what would you even call that? Like uh, it's like a group. Like
1: it's like a is it a company? Is it? I don't. I, I guess don't know it's a company. Division. Like it's, yeah. it's
0: slightly large. Like they've got like a good like. <laughs> I would say they got like a good three dozen dudes rolling with them. A right, company, I, company's probably all right. Is that maybe too? Is it group? It's a little too yeah. large for a company,
1: yeah. but you know, potato. Oh, I thought potatoes. The company was bigger. I don't
0: know. Whatever. Oh, I always thought company was smaller. I always thought company was. Oh like no, a you're dozen right. No, cause, less. oh
1: right, because its regiment is up that. Yeah. So it's it's less than a regiment, but more than a company, maybe.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. The, I Whatever. mean, this is what everybody comes yeah. to this podcast. Yeah, right. for. We're
1: talking about.
0: <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Just thinking in beta Brothers terms. Yeah. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much where like the they go after him, uh, and that's pretty much where like the non-spoilery stuff kind of ends because, like, well, they're going to go after him and that's the rest of the movie. Like, that's mm-hmm. what the the trailer presents and that's what pretty much ends up happening in the movie. Um I mean, I'd love to start, like, just, like, diving into, like, what happens throughout the rest of the movie, what this dude's, our protagonist's, like, character, like, what his kind of, like, arc, quote-unquote, kind of is and, like, what is purpose is and like what he's trying to do yeah um do you do you have anything before we any, like break into spoilers thoughts? and stuff like that or like recommendations on it like i i highly recommend this movie this movie actually like blew me away i i really really enjoyed it
1: i liked it i thought it was it was a fun definitely a fun uh fun movie it had and it is a little bit deeper than it's not all just like gore and like crazy uh, kills. It does have like a little bit of an elevation to it that is that's nice. Yeah, um, there are some really insane. Uh, there's like two two in a row like insane moments that I hadn't really seen in like a, a violence movie that I was like, oh, that's new. You know, sometimes yeah. you, you see a, 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 a fighting movie and you um, you're like, wow, I never never thought of doing that. That's uh, that's something you know. Yeah. So there's a couple of those if you're into that.
0: Yeah, there's there's like a there's a couple spots in it that are like a, like the kills in it are yeah. very intense, inventive. Inventive. I, I feel like they're also a little grounded in like a certain way. Like there is like there is like a, a bombasticness Fun word. Yeah. Uh, to some of the kills, but they are always like kind of shot in this way where you're almost kind of like a voyeur, just mm. like checking it out. It, it never kind of like, uh, you know, this guy is just like ripping Nazis apart left and right throughout the movie. And like, that's the fun of it all. And that's the entertainment value of it. But it never seems to like... um It never moves past that point of artful exploitation. You know what I mean? Like, there is like an artful care to the whole thing that I think was like kind of surprising to me.
1: Right. I guess you don't get like, there's no, there's no like, fakey fake gore for fun like you see in sometimes like a b-movie like 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 hobo with a shotgun sometimes like yeah like that kind of vibe yeah there's nothing
0: that ever like exceeds the realms of reality but even when they kind of like tiptoe that line of like well that wouldn't happen it's never like for the benefit of like a gag yeah and don't get me wrong he does like take some guys out in a way that's like um chuckling (laughs) <laughs> because, like, again, he's killing fucking Nazis. Like, have a laugh at this. Like, fuck these guys, the kind of thing. Yeah. But it's... It, I really did think that it was going to be something that was kind of, like, uh, for lack of a better combination of terms, like, lowbrow. Yeah. Like, John Wick versus Nazis back in the 1940s that would just be, like, kind of, like, uh, copy pasta. Stuff More that I've sloppy. seen in this like revenge mm-hmm. film stuff. Like I even told you, I was like, oh, we're gonna do that. Like, we can also talk about like revenge flicks and stuff like that. And this really isn't kind of in line oh. with those things. Like Taken and mm-hmm. uh the John Wick movies, where it's like, oh, this guy that's like an absolute beast of a person is just like, you know, imposed upon by these domineering evil forces and he just like lets loose the wrath of his will upon them. Like it is that to an extent, but there is like this groundedness up until the end, which we'll get to. Um which I think is great. Um but yeah let's let's uh we'll take a break real quick. We'll come back, we'll start talking specifics. Yeah, uh, I highly recommend this movie. I feel like I have not bumped into anybody that has seen this. I knew I know that like when it first came out, it had a very short theatrical run. A lot of people checked it out and they dug it. Uh, highly recommend it. Again, the movie's like fucking ninety minutes long. You're in, you're out, and uh, the chapter breakup makes it go by very quickly, and uh, it's a great time. Uh, also has like a. One of the best, uh, um, it's got one of the best uh, last lines in a movie, which I've mm. been paying attention to lately. It's got a great <laughs> last line, so uh, we'll uh, we'll do that more, uh, and uh, we'll talk.
1: Yeah, can't wait. I Be recommend
0: it. it as well. Let's do it. Be right back. And welcome back. So, who dies in this movie? Well. The horse. A, a lot of Nazis die, but the horse dies. The horse dies, mm-hmm. but the dog doesn't. The dog does not. The dog does not die.
1: That's listed in the trivia
0: uh, on you IMDb. Are does introduced the dog die? To a very cuddly looking dog who it is mm-hmm. loves his master, mm-hmm. their master, and uh, does not die. Get shot. Get does shot. Get shot. At, at first, like when the dog is first running out, it uh-huh. looks like it gets a. Uh,
1: Gets Pegged. winged. Yeah. Hmm. Gets
0: winged a little bit. Hmm. But still uh manages to make it all the way through to the end. Um so now we're breaking into, you know, we pretty much covered like the the first third of the movie mm-hmm. in pre-spoilers. So now we're pretty much getting into like what the the big jump after uh, these Nazis like figure out what he's got uh, they find out at a landmine field yes that they themselves have placed behind them and now they're kind of turning around to go back and are in a little bit of a situation uh the landmine field is like what takes out the horse uh, which yes. is a very sad moment I was... Blows our man up pretty good. Yeah. I was talking to you uh, about, uh, you know, like the. I don't like it when animals get hurt in movies, but like I can understand it as like. Plot the, device? The point that it is. Like, it, yeah. yeah, it's like this. Uh, you don't. It's the save the cat shit. Like, it's mm-hmm. like you don't want that to happen. And uh, you think it's going to happen to the dog, but then it happens to the horse. And uh, our boy. Uh, seems uh, really torn up about it
1: that's the that's what I was saying that's the most revengeable thing really yeah but er, acutely revengeable thing but it does point he does have ha, he has had a wife I would assume that she's dead yes. by now um so that I'm sure that comes into his sort of it's it's really revenge on the war at that point. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a very cathartic sort of thing for him. I, I'm sure he would like to be done fighting. And if he can finish this, he can be done fighting, you know?
0: Yeah, he is a soldier that has left the war as the narration. When the when the narration first started, I was like, wait, is this movie in English Mm-hmm. Or is this a dub? Like, what is this? Because again, like from the the trailers, uh, which I very I very much did not have that much recollection of, other than it was like old man finds gold, Nazis try to get him, and he John wicks the ass. Like, that's essentially what I got yeah, from much. what I remember from the trailers. Uh and I didn't know if this movie was going to be in subtitles. Could have like, easily
1: been. Everyone's like Very finished. much so. Like yeah. I was kind
0: of prepared for that. I was like, well, mm-hmm. it's a finished movie.
1: In Maybe Finland,
0: 40- you know, it's, it's not shot. Yeah. I, I don't have any knock against that unless I'm watching it on Disney Plus where they give you those terrible subtitles. Have you seen those things? No, I don't think I've watched anything subtitled on Disney. Any subtitles that pop up on anything on Disney Plus are given to you in these, like, the best words that I can use are, like, these kind of, like, unspaced grammatically black bars. So it's, like, you don't have a space, like, from the beginning of, like, the black bar. So it's Mm. like... You know, if, if it's if the first word starts with the T, the T is just like edging up against the end of the mm. black bar and it just like looks terrible. It looks like direct TV kind of like closed captions. It's mm. horrible. Um, so I was like just like waiting for like, oh, is there going to be like this kind of like, a, you know, this movie also has a lot in common with RRR from last year where there is like this kind of like explosive foreign to American audiences kind of way of showing like how action and dialogue is happening. I was kind of expecting maybe um, this kind of like fun inclusivity of like the subtitles, like feeding into that actually kind of in the way that John Wick does, you know, like how when John Mm -hmm. Wick does closed Uh, captions, uh, it's,
1: it's word art.
0: Yeah, it's got like yeah. a little bit of like a flair to like how it's yeah. coming out and stuff. I thought that that's maybe what we were going to get. Um, but no, everybody just speaks English and our our main boy just doesn't speak at all. Yeah,
1: just silent Mo- it for 99% of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, which is cool. I like that. I like a, a silent protagonist. That's
0: fun. Yeah. I mean, we did the uh, Man With No Name trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode uh, a couple years ago now at this point. Yeah, oh, boy, uh, more than a couple, dude. It's been it's been uh, a yeah. bit since we did that. Yeah. And, yeah, and and that's kind of like one of Clint Eastwood's like biggest like claims to fame in those old westerns was just like he's just like this silent, very little knowable mm-hmm. individual that's just like. Where is morals at? We don't know. And only through actions do we find out what they are. And uh, this main guy uh, in Sisu is just kind of like unknowable throughout the entire movie. We don't know really why he's doing what he's doing other than they fucked him over. And he's going to get his gold back at some point. Like, uh, you know once we get into like the the second third of the movie like he's still running from them through the landmines um but they eventually capture him hang him think Uh that he's dead they've taken the gold now he's got to go get it back like that kind of thing um and the movie like when they hang him in the movie i was like wait what yeah, I I could have seen I I didn't
1: think that he was going to die there, but if he did, I would have been like, okay, you know, right. I could I see it. Yeah. I
0: didn't know if like it was gonna like swap over to something else. Cause like again, yeah. I, I don't really remember too much from the trailer, so it wasn't that kind of instance where I was like, Well, I remember this scene from the trailer, so obviously he's still gonna live. You know, because that scene hasn't happened yet. So I couldn't remember that. And I was like, wait, are they just gonna kill him right here and then like the women that are like trapped in this truck yeah, are gonna take, over, take over, and like yeah. maybe that'll be like the third act of the movie. But no, he's just really good at pretending to be dead, holding his breath, I guess, holding his breath, uh, and just like ripping his leg into like a, like a, yeah, piece that was, of that was gnarly. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> a gnarly, yeah, just like keeps puts
1: piece, his bullet hole, hole off. in yeah. a piece of rebar, yeah. um well so uh, some or So that was one of the, like that was one of the moments but i've the two back and back-to-back moments were when he's hanging under the truck covered in gasoline and then the dogs find him and the dogs are going to get they stick the dogs on him and he Ooh. sets himself on fire cool. to evade them that was great i was like wow i did not i've never yeah. seen that before um and then only like five minutes later, he's he, he jumps into the river to put himself out. And they send a boat, uh, like just a little rowboat with some Germans to try and go down and get him. And mm-hmm. he keeps on holding his breath to evade them. And one of the Germans goes in and he slits his whole neck open and breathes his air from his neck, which I, I couldn't – I was – Shocking! I was like, I never would have ever thought of that in like a million years in yeah. a movie.
0: And is it uh, real?
1: Probably not. Probably but not. But like it was it, so unique that I was adds, like, okay, yeah, you haven't yeah. seen
0: that in a movie before. Like it's right.
1: exciting. When he Captain America the bullets with his gold pan, I was like, "Okay, you're pushing it a little bit because we all know that wouldn't work, but the the bubble thing I was like, that's so new and so crazy, like I'll give it to you, yeah,
0: I mean the captain America like uh like he he puts up like the 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 his gold the gold sifting yeah plate that he has, which is bulletproof apparently um." Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. I get that. And, like, obviously the big thing there is, like, well, why wouldn't they shoot his legs? And in that he moment... He get couple. Exactly. Like, he, get, yeah. he gets hit a little bit and also, like, they're kind of just shooting into this because he set off uh, a couple landmines. They can't see what they're shooting at, so they're just kind of shooting at the horizon. So they're all just kind of shooting in, like, this probably one horizontal mm-hmm. kind of thing where it's like, oh, they're probably not Thinking, like, oh, aim down. Um, which is like one of the things that I wanted to bring up too is like the main bad guy Nazi that's going after him. Um, we eventually get a scene that is like our main dude and the main bad dude just going fisticuffs mm-hmm. to each other. And I kind of like how the movie, without giving us any background, like any like any soldier in like the Nazi company that they have, being like, "Well, you do know, like our leader's, like you know, he's like a war hero. Like that guy's also almost as badass as this guy." Kind of, we never get any of that. This is just like a guy who is trying to get his guys over there, and he's greedy. But we find out that he's, like, a little bit smarter than everybody else, obviously, which is why he's in charge. So that when we get to that point where they're going to go fisticuffs to each other and our boy has been, like, annihilated yeah. throughout the whole movie. So he's, Shout like, up, maybe not, you know, at, like, peak form that it is kind of like this obstacle. Like, is he going to be able to beat this guy? And, like, the dude's, like, taken uh, – when he takes the – uh at the end like in the plane because it ends up parachute clips yeah, yeah when he yeah. takes the parachute clips and like wraps it around his fist you're like oh he's thinking he's like oh mm-hmm. I'm gonna beat the shit out of this guy which ends up being the thing that because he takes the eventually takes the clip and pops onto the bomb and drops him down which is yeah, that, was a, that was a nice
1: touch it's I didn't. it was a little bit uh, confining the final fight to a little airplane was a bit of a letdown for me, sure, given sure how that. big some of the other set pieces were. But it was still like a, it was a fun little, fun little
0: trick, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it is kind of like a lot. of, That's the way a lot of these movies go. Like yes. you know, the if you even is think is about the first little... John Wick, like it ends yeah. up being just like him and the dude from the girl with the dragon tattoo. <laughs> you know, like it just mano y mano, and yep. he goes, he goes ah, like like a bear does yeah. that in John Wick and it's one of my favorite parts of that movie um, I Um like it, it is pretty funny like how like the movie slowly mm, escalates or subverts the realism of what's happening as it goes because it starts off very realistic and grounded mm-hmm. and the further it goes and the further it becomes you know just you know unbelievable that this guy would make it through all of this it slowly starts creating these more um, gargantuan set pieces which ends in this like he's got to you know drive this like like buggy motorcycle into this airplane and he's got his pickaxe and he just like slams into it and that's how he goes up into the air yeah and like just like and he's flying up and like just holding on with a pickaxe and it just defies all laws <laughs> of physics and right. logic. But you're like, cool, I want this guy to win. And like how he gets in, you're like, that doesn't make any sense. Like airplanes are not made of tin foil. You don't just like one-handed one-handed hitting a pickaxe. Yeah, yeah, that's how you right. do it. Okay. But again, it's like it's like this uh this like gargantuan uh, spectacle of just like he's a superhero by that point yeah. like he is yeah, like he's, the movie he's a ghost, the uh, movie a is myth. making him the immortal that the legend mm-hmm. that we were told he was like it, it is becoming true and he gets in there and he's like he's got that awesome gnarly scar too at the beginning yeah. you see yeah. that like scar from like like his chest, chest down to like his belly button. yeah, yeah.
1: crazy um that was cool. Uh, what else? Oh, the I mean, throwing the mine at the guy to kick things off was really that oh, was it's fantastic. That's that a great a great bit. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's picking up all the uh, all the gold. The, the movie also does have a couple moments of like, why wouldn't they just shoot him right there? Right, <laughs> and. <laughs> You know, you get those in these types of movies. Like, why wouldn't you just shoot them right there? Like, why wouldn't like a James Bond villain just like shoot James Bond in the head right there? It's yeah. like, well, no, like there's the ego and all of that stuff. And in this one, I really do feel like they give a again, it, it diminishes as it goes, I think purposefully. Like the first time is, you know, the 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 company, the Nazi company comes on up. And he's like collecting all of the gold after his horse got blown up. And he's like, why wouldn't you just shoot him right there? And the well, guy's like, no, no, a- don't, 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 don't do it. Don't shoot him. And they're letting him collect everything. And you're like, oh, right. they're letting him, him collect, collect it, it, and it then, all, right because it's a minefield. It. Exactly. Yeah, they don't want to, yeah. And then right before he's about to stand up, he's like, mm, I'm going to get this rock. And you're like, is he going to throw the rock at one of them? Yeah, like, I, thought, I yeah. didn't even think about. Oh, yeah, yeah he's gonna like, throw it at a landmine.
1: Yeah, I thought maybe he's gonna wing the sniper and then somehow make a, a dash for it. But yeah. it, it, no, it, it just was like, a very Bat. clever trick. Yeah. yeah, so there are a lot of really fun, clever moves that it's, you want in an action movie.
0: It's an extremely clever set piece oriented movie, and it's not so much a revenge movie as it is a chase movie. Like Mm -hmm. it is kind of in the vein of like stuff like the fugitive where it's just like these guys are after this guy and he's trying to figure out how to get through all of this. And like first he's got to get through the landmine. Then he's got to get through like all the towns they burned and stuff like that. Uh, And he doesn't make it. He gets caught like, you know, two thirds of the way through. And like that's that kind of abruptness where it's like, no, they caught him. They killed him. They're gone. He's dead, but the he's not. Perspective shift That's, on that was yeah.
1: so good. I I loved when the pilots come down and they look for the the gas in the the old burnt out gas station that he's he's hiding or that he was hanged in front of. Yeah. Um, I love that you don't actually see him fly the plane. It it just does like uh, after he takes out the pilots, it does a complete like perspective shift over to the uh, the Nazis who are driving on their trucks thinking that they've, they've killed this guy and you only know what happened in, when you see the crashed plane in the middle that's, of the road.
0: It's the That's best. great. It kind of made me like skip a beat where I was like, wait, did I miss something? I was like, I've been watching this. I wasn't looking at my phone. Like what happened? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wait, that's the plane that landed over there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, the guy was hanged. And the guy's like, this is my rope. I know my rope. Yes, yeah, that was so best. good. It was like yeah. a
1: very good, like, ghost, yeah, ghost story and, sort but, of thing.
0: Getting, like, into the specificity of, like, why this movie is kind of special to me, man, is, like, those little moments where it's like, mm-hmm. the, well, they didn't have to do that.
1: Right. They could have shown take off and, like, see them from the plane and be like, Crash okay, I'm into land. a tank right. and
0: then get out, like, blah, blah, blah. Again, too, at the end, like, the fact that there are no parachutes. Mm-hmm. But they show him going through the crates of parachutes, like as the plane's gonna crash, like he can't fly this thing, the thing's busted, he shot it up it's 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 falling down, he goes through all the crates there's not there there's no parachute, so he just like straps himself to the plane itself and just goes for it. He should not survive that, yeah, he goes into a peat
1: bog, but that's not I don't think that's very good I, don't
0: I mean <laughs> he survived though like that's kind yeah. of that's movie law, it's like listen. Yeah. They showed him preparing, even if you think it shouldn't work, if he shows up two scenes later, like he survives, deal with mm-hmm. it. Like that kind of thing.
1: They could have had it skid in at least a little bit, but no, it, it was really just, just, just ridiculous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just
1: straight in and then it he, is good. It he is mines good. his way out of it like Minecraft. He and just, then he just like waltzes that.
0: his way into a bank and is just like, change this into Bill's. It doesn't weigh as much like that's yes. essentially what it that's, is. That's a good.
1: Yeah. And that's that's his first and only line in the movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Great. It's good stuff, man. I mean, and uh I mean, so like that's the end of the movie, like going back real quick. uh A couple things like obviously we have to talk about the entire kind of subplot of the truck of women yeah. From Russia that are just being, um, yeah, uh, at, uh, what the kids like to call graped, um, these days. Uh, we've got like a good oh, right. dozen, yeah, TikTok, they like to do that. Why did they do that, by the way?
1: Because it's a content filter. If you say the actual word, then you'll get your you could get your content it taken down or okay, yeah okay. or or like demonetized yeah it's a way to get around like so it's kind of like filter. an
0: equal point of that and also like not using the word for triggering and stuff like that like that's just I kind of like a meeting of the mind reach i, I okay. really
1: think it's more about your reach on on yeah. the platform because they'll de-incentivize it otherwise yeah. I, I, uh
0: i think that's weird uh I think it's super weird when they're talking what? about something as uh intense as uh that R word. And yeah, that's they that's call that's it what, yeah. graped. Yeah, that's what, why. What it's, do they call porn? There's something uh corn. Corn. Yeah, geez. yes. What are they, what are other ones?
1: Um Unalived, instead of saying I'm gonna kill myself, they would say or kill somebody, they'll say I'm going to unalive. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's uh we were Uh, Me and Dee were recording an episode uh, a couple weeks ago, and somebody was saying um, they suicided. No, that's a real term. That's a real term. No, it is. But it sounds weird. But it sounds weird. It's like, wait, I've never heard that before. And it's like, no, they committed suicide. They just remove committed. And they're like, no, they suicided. I think the word commit sometimes carries a bad
1: connotation. Uh-huh. So that's why people, yeah. Yes, so. yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. But I mean,
1: with the TikTok thing, it ends up being more like they're trying to um, make, incentivize you to use better language. But as a result, the workarounds just make it feel more icky and even worse like than than just saying it to begin
0: with. I mean, I can only talk, I can only speak from my point of view like when I hear somebody talking about that stuff and they're just like and then they were graped. and I'm like hmm? yeah not great I don't like that that's no, uh, it's bad that's bad that's it's a, worse that's than a weird saying, thing I to think. do it yeah, seems yeah. um what, what is the word that you would even use for that like it just it's trivializing not, it, yeah yeah it's mm. like that like, like it's not phony it's not like a, a um exploitative or anything like it is like yeah it's like what
1: it's just yeah it's just weird but anyway I anyway mean, this, yeah. this plot line this subplot I think is one of my my few real criticisms of the movie in that it seems a little performative in the way that people will criticize like Tarantino stuff sure where this like it. to me it read as like okay well this is a guy's movie about shooting stuff and blowing things up but we hate sexual assault and that's why we're gonna have the like we want you to know that and it's just kind of like you didn't have to show like it was it wasn't graphic at the beginning to establish them but there were it was kind of uncomfortable when they would show them on screen like it was it was kind of nasty and and yes they get their moment at the end where they kill all the Nazis but I was like I, I don't know I, ask a woman if she really wanted that part in the movie you I know I don't, for like, sure
0: like that's yeah. like that ultimately comes down to like well how'd that go in yeah. asking that <laughs> i would say that when that subplot was first introduced before i knew it was a subplot which like it's ultimately revealed as a subplot at the end of the movie at first it's kind of introduced as more of like a uh, like Kind These of, guys are bad. These guys are check, bad. Check Look the what puppy. they're doing. Yeah, like, right. Not only are they Nazis, <laughs> they're graping women. Yeah. Can right. you believe that? Like that kind of thing. And that slowly builds up. And when he like kills those guys and like busts in to the uh when our when our main character busts into the the truck that the tent, they're in yeah. and yep. picks up the gun and hands it to one of them. And then shows them, like, I've got all all the other guns. Yeah, that was was a a fun moment that he showed all the guns. I was like, okay, nice. That's a moment of just, like, we're taking this kind of... uh, Passé is a little derogatory, but just, like, this... So is cliché, but cliché is a little bit cleaner. This cliche of just like, how do we make somebody look bad to the audience and like actually kind of bring it to the forefront? And the fact that it ended with them being the ones that ultimately get to decide the fate of the guy that we saw come out Mm -hmm. of the truck at the first. I do like that. It's like it's one for one for one. We only saw him come out for sure. Everybody else was fucking around for sure. Yeah. But we saw him come out. So he is the staple marker of that is the bad uh, Graper. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And the fact that he beats that guy, he could kill him. He doesn't. He leaves it to them. They don't kill him either. And they just like attach him to like the tank and stuff like that. There is like this. uh, I, I felt uncomfortable about it at first as well like everything that you were saying by the end i was just like oh that is completely earned i thought that that was completely earned in the fact of it's like they are a subplot they are not the main characters that's not what this movie's about and it's not just only being utilized as this thing to be like that's why he's allowed to kill them because they Mm -hmm. did those like if they just have just blown up that truck like with with the women in it, and they were just all dead. Yes, that would be even worse. Yeah, it's like oh, but like the fact yeah. that they eventually get to rebel back, and also show that we're not just going to kill this guy. Like this guy deserves much worse than mm-hmm. what happened. But we're also not going to show that and be over exploitative about it. This like, is guess, yeah,
1: yeah. I get it. Just feels like I don't know. I I can't really speak outside of my my own it, it feels like that's like a guy's idea of how that should Absol- end you know no, yeah Whereas, no, you're yeah.
0: you're you're not wrong in that too where it's just like look that's how i feel about it and this is how you feel about it uh women are going to feel much different right. about <laughs> yeah. it and that those are the correct feelings so right I'm not, I'm not gonna argue
1: that yeah um but it, what the other funny thing about the truck scene is when the girl is like it's the casual like homophobia when she's like you and your boyfriend did you catch that line oh yeah when i was like what you guys haven't seen the spider-man movie meme where like yeah. well, you know that one i feel like she's nice just trying to make him mad. your boyfriend make it yeah but yeah. it's just it was funny to see that especially in the I mean, like, I've watched, I've seen Django. I'm, I'm not like I'm, I wasn't clutching my pearls, but I made a note of like, that's a funny line to throw in there for like your, your empowerment subplot, but mm-hmm. you know, whatever go off.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, I figured like she was uh, like, that's like the main character, which I I don't think that we get a name in the movie. She,
1: I don't know either. I know that she hasn't, it's uh, A-I-N-O. So like, I
0: know. I mean, boss yeah. bitch of the grape truck. Yeah, like she's the one that like has like the most speaking lines. Who's just like fuck this? Mm-hmm. I'm speaking up for everybody. She's the one that's given all the soldiers like toed. uh It does seem to like you know that there is like some kind of dichotomy to uh, dichotomy is not the right word, but like that she's poking at them and they're not doing anything, mm. so they're just there to guard them. I don't know. Like, so I guess only the tank guys get to come back there every now and then, or I don't know. Uh, but like, it does kind of show this like uh, resilience so that like later on when we see that this is all happening, well, it's like, well, obviously that like there's some sort of uh, bombacity to these women that they're mm-hmm. not completely broken. Like, there is some form of like, you know, I'm going to say immortality to their resilience right. they, like they, that. They're yeah. like, No, I'm not going to, this is it. We, we got out and they grab him. Like That's one of my favorite things. Again, like, the movie is that they don't uh like when he's about to like kill the dude, it's like, no, you shouldn't be the guy that kills the guy. And then he just gets on the truck and fucking drives away. And I'm like, cool. And then the women mm-hmm. show up and you're like, Nice. It's good. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. That, that was a good moment. Yeah. There is, like, a like you said, like, there is a performative, what guys think, uh, kind of nature to it. But also at the same time, it's way better than <laughs> probably like 18 different alternatives that they could have yeah. done. And they didn't. Sure. Like, they actively chose to do this. And while it might not be the best one, <sighs> I'll give it to them. Yeah,
1: it wasn't it wasn't heinous, but I just it wasn't like you know are you doing what you think you're doing with this uh, sort of thing. But mm-hmm. like I said, it was it, you know it was a fine subplot and it 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 was exciting yeah. as well. So
0: uh, what's your favorite kill in the movie? Uh,
1: you know the mind throw was really fun. Mind, mind fun. throw, yeah, that was that was good. I think that my
0: favorite one is actually the first one. Oh the knife. Yeah, knife that's, that's through the head. Like that's yeah. like good completely shit. through. Yeah. yeah. Where these guys just like poking him, poking him, poking him. Like just shoot him. Just shoot him. And he's like, "I told you to get on your knees." And he's just like Wah. and just
1: just snaps. He goes Vigo on him. Yeah. He goes I mean, uh there's, goes history of violence
0: on him. There's something about a knife that is bigger than a person's head. <laughs> <laughs> so that when it goes through their head, you see it on both sides. And that is just like, you know, that's love for me. <laughs>
1: um, Oh, you know, the other thing I wanted to point out is the tank driver is the main actor's son. Um, and oh. the tank driver gets done very dirty at the end. Uh, and I really took that as... Um, because the tank driver is the one that's obviously ethnically finnish. Yes. Uh and so I, there was like an interesting little bit of subtext in that he's always like kind of just going along with them yep. throughout the whole movie and he he's like a, he he takes his hat off when he sees that they hang him. Yep. So yet he does he does have some sort of he must be like a, a finnish conscript or something. And then at the end when they just Dispose of him so so readily, like mm-hmm. he just gets shot right in the face. Uh, like yeah. that was interesting.
0: That's yeah. That's it. I always took it as like I I always I literally watched the movie <laughs> right? like you two hours. I've always thought of it as <laughs> you know I, I I read that as just like he's a soldier and respects this guy like on a soldier level and understood it, understood like where this guy came from. And it really just is like those two moments. Like it is like when he takes his hat off, he's told to put it back on. And then the guy just like blows him away. I mean, when he blows when he blows him away at the end, I was just like, well, less gold to share kind of stuff. Yeah. Just used him to get over there.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess that's what I read into in terms of like, yeah, he's just like, he's not a German. Yeah. Oh, no. Yes. 100%. Yeah. 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 Um, Which I just thought was interesting. And he, he was like, of the Nazis, he was the least evil of that gang. Like I don't, he really just
0: drove the tank. I don't think he really he did anything. Ta- he drove tank, yeah. yeah. He's just doing that. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool, man. Uh, you got anything else uh, in your notes
1: for the flick? Uh, my other complaint: sound design was a little too. They they really went crazy on the squishes, but not enough on the bangs. Ooh, very nice. Okay, all right. Yeah, I can get that. Uh, and some of the shots. Not every movie can music music be Django
0: Unchained, <laughs> right? A lot of squishes, <laughs> big bangs. What was the other one?
1: It kind of felt like a music video for a lot of it. Sure, yeah, yeah. I, I really
0: cinematography wise, like you know, a lot of stuff felt music video. I mean, me. and I don't, I would not call that a uh, a negative. I like, I wouldn't deem that a negative. I think that the movie does kind of play off of this kind of um, chapter-esque kind of like the fact that they put chapters in when they really mm-hmm. don't need to. Like, we don't need no, to know that all. chapter three, minutes. landmines. Yeah. So like, yeah. But there is like this edge to it that allows mm-hmm. you to kind of like breathe back for a moment and then take in what's about to happen. Um, that I think is like very like exploitation 70s. uh And music videos are uh, visceral, like they're snippy snap. You got to go, got to go, got to go, got to go. And I kind of like the moments where they, you know, there's not like too much slow motion. There's not
1: like- Otherwise, it's relatively
0: grounded. Yeah, Yeah. like there's not a lot of the stuff that like when you say something looks music video-y, there's not a lot of those trappings that would take away from like a narrative kind Mm -hmm. of thing. But at the same time, there is that, like I completely agree with you that the movie, especially in the last two thirds, does look very um, music video-y. But I think that that's more in like the color grading and um, some of the guess, some of the
1: paint, like the zooms. The and cinematography the do, and like yeah. how they
0: how they like move the camera the around people. Yeah. yeah. But I think that that's kind of cool. I kind of liked it. Was it was interesting. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: I, I wasn't necessarily negative. It was just sort of like that was the vibe I was getting from.
0: Right. And when you're yeah. watching it at first, you're just kind of while, – while you're experiencing it, you can kind of be like, this looks like a music video. Yeah. Kind of in the same way where it's like, you know, it used to be you could be like, this looks like a TV show. Now it's like, well, all movies fucking look like a TV show because now mm-hmm. all TV shows look like movies. and. hmm They've lost. Smaller, they're, they're, they've like no kind of met in the middle. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Tim, thank you so much for talking to me about Sisu. Yes, thank you for having me. Uh, thank you very much for recommending this uh, to be on there because uh, I I did want to plan on watching this thing uh, before the end of the year. But who knows if I would have ended up uh, making it like once the onslaught of uh, catching up uh, before the end of the year hits. But now I have it. And honestly, dude, as it stands right now, this is like one of my top 15 movies of the year. Easy. Damn. Easy. Easy 15. Um,. But yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And StoryScrewPresents.com has all the other podcast reviews, and think pieces that we've got. Sign up for our Patreon. Do that nonsense. Tim, do you have anything that you'd like to plug? No, I mean, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at SlimTimIrwin. But otherwise,
1: you That's know, he's He's up yeah. there.
0: And uh, yeah, thank you guys again so much for listening. And we will catch you next time. Peace. Bye.